Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Three Geeks Podcast. I mean, that was a bit quick, don't you think, Jason? I mean, it was in five seconds. You're doing great, though. No, I appreciate that. I, I have a countdown, Justin. That was nine seconds, so I went four seconds <laughs> over, which I wasn't going to point that out because you said you're going to point it out every show, but you brought it up. Justin I mean, said, I don't know. I feel like that was a that was too quick of a It was, it was a quick button. Yeah. I, I, I didn't even more. have a chance. I didn't well, have a Max, chance to sneak my eyes over. While you were gone, Max, um, Justin let us know that, you know, most intros should be like five seconds long. So that's why I've been cutting them oh, short. Okay. It, w- it was, no, Justin didn't let you know. Justin read an article that said people like shorter intros. So if it works, great. If it doesn't, that's okay. I, Justin I, I, made a mandate I, that we have to follow. Yeah, no, no, but I know you let it run way too long last time, but now this time I feel like it was too short. Just, so I mean, yeah. you're going to, yeah, like, I mean, it's such a game where you have like a window to hit and you're like, you, you hit the button too early or too late. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, you know, like Tiger Woods golf or. Uh... What we need is a skip intro function on here, YouTube. <laughs> That's right. No, thank you. <laughs> if you guys did not check out our Valentine's Day special yesterday, you totally should. We hung out with the Petersons. I learned that there's different types of doms. And um, oh, you didn't you didn't watch Fifty Shades of Grey? I've seen Fifty. Shades. I blocked most of it out, Mac. I only remember her. Like I remember her. I wouldn't, in the movie. I wouldn't take anything like, that stands out. I wouldn't take anything that's mentioned in Fifty Shades of Grey as like legitimate. Like because even people it's in BDSM, right? Like it started as that. Yeah. But basically, like even people in the BDSM circles are like Fifty Shades of Grey. Like, yeah, no, that's but uh, that is the most uh, suburban uh, intro to. Uh, to to all that stuff that that I'm, I'm I'm sure anyone has ever seen, but um, no, I don't uh, I don't think any of that was actual. <laughs> it was all all. I will uh, say the funny view on it. The funniest scene in the movie is when they sit down for a contract negotiation and all their do's and don'ts. Yes, I... that was a legit funny scene because Dakota Johnson's just like, okay, section whatever four C clause two. It's like. What are butt plugs? <laughs> it's a plug for your butt. In your butt. <laughs> well, everybody, welcome to our fun, family-friendly, clean show this morning. We uh, cannot wait. You can say to- that. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, we're good. We're good. Time is still going. <laughs> I can't get it. Oh, there we go. Take <laughs> my finger. I can't hold my, my brain. <laughs> Max has a review of Quantum uh, Mania. We've got you know a bunch of the Flash trailer, Michael Keaton, all this fun stuff to chat about. But first, I want to talk to the people out there that are being dicks. Like spoilers are fine. If you like spoilers, you don't mind being spoiled on a movie, and you want to seek it out. Then God bless you. Do that. But so Scream 6 had the reveal was leaked, like where they show who the killers were. And one of the reasons I enjoy the Scream movies is the whodunit. And one of the fun parts about a whodunit is not knowing who the killer was. Now, I'm not saying like you can't know. Like if you want to know, that's fine. But there's a lot of people out there spamming um, Twitter accounts for people that are just excited about Scream. And then they're saying, oh, this person's the killer. This person's the killer. And like, don't don't be a jerk. Let the people enjoy their movie. If you want to be spoiled, then, like I said, God bless you. You've been spoiled. You found out who it was. But you don't have to jump all that mojo onto the rest of us who would like to just wait until the experience of the theater. So I just wanted to to quickly rant about the people that are jerks. That is definitely a, a 
benefit to getting to where Max is now. I'm I'm finally where Max is, where I'm just like I don't pay attention to like hype about anything anymore. Is that like yeah, stuff doesn't get ruined for me, so I don't go in. I'm you know it's I just nice, don't have right? the interest. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, fun. it's fun not having any investment in it outside of when I actually see the thing now because it's just like yeah, then I don't have people like that who are acting out in bad faith on the fandom and so forth. Yeah, like if you want to get on your Twitter or whatever and, and talk about it and you know spoil it, show your pictures or whatever, that's fine. You know, again, yeah. like 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 Jason was saying, like hey, do your thing and 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 have a conversation about it, whatever. But like, don't push your shit on. Ah, dang it! That's what. That's just, oh man! No, 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 no. You can be setting a PG movie, Max. Yeah, okay. I can PG movie. We used to have like fifteen of those every movie, so we're good. Oh my goodness! Okay, well, um, you know, don't don't do that to other people. Like I, I, I never understood that. That that is, I, I'm wholly against. You know, and it's you know I, I get it it's fun to theorize and stuff like that but yeah when you're actually like pulling from the sources and stuff now on the other hand there are times when the studio really leans into that because well i think the last time i cared about anything like that was when no way home was coming out and there was no stopping like hey here's blue screen footage of toby and andrew and all that other hmm. stuff and that turned out to be legitimate and i'm just like yeah, yeah sony could have stopped that but they didn't because they were like we know we're gonna make cajillions off of this anyway so let's feed into it some more so definitely the culture of you know online being aware of stuff media online and how the studios can kind of manipulate that to their advantage that doesn't help either so it it leads to stuff like legitimately spoiling something that people are looking forward to so casey Casey, what's up buddy yeah they do belong in a fifth circle of hell but (laughs) Again, you know, I I, yeah. I have to be on the social medias because I'm trying to build our following to get more people. I mean, here. yeah, you, you yeah. have this so, you have this podcast so called Three Geeks. But if somebody writes, you know, I, I, I respond to a post saying, hey, I'm looking forward to Scream 6. Like, who's going opening day? And I respond, yeah, I'm going opening day. I can't wait. And then some jerk underneath me says, oh, well, Billy Loomis is the killer. And you're like, he was the killer in the first Scream. So everybody just calm down. And they say, you know, <laughs> Billy Loomis is the killer. It's like. What I didn't want to know that I was just getting yeah. with this fellow fan like just uh, don't be jerks no, I posted um, a short about it like just don't be a dick like just, uh, to Casey's like, comment uh, the fifth circle of hell like <laughs> now 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 like when when a group because like this is like a new thing right the the spoiler jerks like. So were, were they like, was there, it's like, okay, are we going to put them in the sixth circle? It's like, no, nah, no, it's not so bad. You need to go sixth circle. But, but you know, like, like four circle seems like getting off light. Well, <laughs> you, you have to be careful because which circle is the one that's run by Malabolgia that he turns you into spawn? Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I I is the circle? It might have been the fifth. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not sure which. Which circle thing? But I'm just saying, like, like, is there a committee, or is it just like Satan's, like, in the fifth circle, you know, just like arbitrarily, or, or is it like all dogs go to heaven and they have their chance to go to heaven first, but then they screw it up and then they have to go to doggy hell? Yeah, it's, <laughs> that it's one. the book after yeah. Dante's Inferno, Dante's Arbitration. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you know, you know, yeah, like there's, there's, like, there's, there's, there's demons and, and 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 stuff like dedicated to to this hierarchy. You know, like, that, that's fine. Okay, I, I was just wondering, like, how do you, how do you decide like what circle? <laughs> Funny enough, there was a really good Adult Swim show years ago called "Your Pretty Face Is Going to Hell" that actually went into like 
if demons were that bureaucratic and it was actually pretty funny. <laughs> uh, Mike, I finally watched uh, Day of the Dead and you're right. That was a pretty good movie. I like Bub. Yeah, Bub's <laughs> awesome. Bub is the best. You feel bad for Bub more so than you do anyone else in that movie. Does, but that's uh, like, definitely choke on it. Choke on it. Like that's definitely a fun part too. So, do any of the following dead movies build upon the the training of the? Uh, I movie? I stopped after day. I I don't know what Land of the Dead or Diary of the Dead or any of that is. So I I stopped after day. Okay, I just do the first three. Might I might the latter day zombies. I might, I might venture into them just got a curiosity. Excuse me, do you have time to talk? Would you like to donate your brains to? Pretty sure Spawn went to full on ninth. The uh, fifth is the wrath of Solus. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So, yeah, easily already full on ninth. I, full on ninth. I know that store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I used to go down to the Lower East Side and there was full on ninth. No, I think you're right though. Yeah, I, I forgot like how much McFarlane leaned into Dante stuff. His rat and sullenness. I, yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, fit circle. I, I, I'm okay. Like that, that, that fully answers my question. It's like, oh, this is easy. They're like, did they come up with a new thing? Oh, psh, fit circle. <laughs> <laughs> It's just a landing zone for devil stuff. <laughs> we don't know where to put them. Put them in this. The last week was the Super Bowl, I'm told. And yeah, um, it was actually good. The only part of the Super Bowl I watched was I later on got on YouTube and watched the Flash trailer. Oh, my God. <laughs> and, um, okay, look, I know Ezra Miller is a, a shitty human being, and I don't really personally like him. He's as a shitty Flash, too. Uh, I just getting to I don't personally like him as an actor, but um, – and. I'm going to see this movie because there's a lot more people involved in this film than just Ezra Miller. And it's, I don't think it's fair to them that I just sit it out and like not support them. So I will be going to see the flash and the, I screamed Michael Keaton at the top of my lungs when I saw him in this trailer, like he's back. I'm excited. He's back. And this looks like it's more of a Batman movie than a flash movie. Well, yeah. Batman has that effect on movies. <laughs> like a signal. Also, given the last year and given the last year with regards to people being aware of what goes on behind the scenes, yeah, you want to make this as less of a flash movie as possible. Yeah, but Supergirl, I, Batman, Zod, cool. I like Supergirl in the trailer too. I um, I'm in this trailer. I thought looked awesome, but again, you know, the highlight of this trailer was Michael Keaton. Like that's what that's what's bringing my money into that theater, and I, I'm super stoked to uh, to see him back as Batman. And this in this movie is the reset of the DCU, right? This, this is a flashpoint, so they're going to just be like, "Okay, we got to get rid of these actors. We're trying to get out of the Snyderverse. We're trying to get they, into." They got to burn off Aquaman too. They got to burn off oh, Aquaman okay. too as well. So it's got a good director too. Andy Muschietti is a pretty good director, mm -hmm. so I, I am excited by that too. But no, yeah, they did a lot of reshoots post Zack Snyder on this movie, so I'm sure that it's not the same movie we would have gotten a while back. But it's cool that Ben Affleck's back as Batman. I've always liked I mean, him as Batman. Yeah, I, it'll be fine, I'm sure. Uh, I I personally would have just scrapped the whole thing and be like, hey, hey, Flashpoint happened, and here we are now. <laughs> yeah, wasn't that Flashpoint crazy? Billy uh, Seinfeld episode, yeah. we referenced the thing that didn't happen. Yeah, because I'm mean, like, they already they already made a really really good animated 
Flashpoint. So I was like, you know, just like tell people to go watch that, and then uh, we're we're coming in after that. <laughs> that's Max, I would tend to agree with you, but we got the Batgirl movie was canceled, and I just want to see Michael Keaton back. And if this is my excuse to see Michael Keaton back, then take that's my fair. money. You watch Birdman. Birdman's a great movie. Yeah. It is a great movie. It's kind of it's kind of ironic now because that Birdman is a whole movie dedicated to like how he can't escape the superhero role. Yeah. And <laughs> here we are bringing him back into it. But I'm sure you know money's awesome. So no, no, no. I, I wish I could have your enthusiasm for Keaton, but I felt nothing watching the trailer. I was just like partially again because we were talking about like because I knew he was already in it. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, I know he's back. And I'm just like, I saw him. And, I mean, everyone's jazzed to see him. And he did the line. And it was awesome. But all I saw at that moment when he first shows up full face in front was he looks tired. Like, yep. even in that moment, he's like, yeah, I'm here. <laughs> I mean, he and I mean like, and that, that'll be a fun take on Batman, too. You know, like, um, that's uh... It apparently, it ignores forever in Batman and Robin. Those technically aren't canon anymore with Keaton. Okay. Universe. Yeah. Back back in the day, I know it was murky and was just like, oh, they're just changing stuff off like they did with James Bond. But no, it's like, nope, Keaton Batman is its own specific thing, I guess. Like, okay. I wonder if we'll get the Keaton Robin in this, who was supposed to be Marlon Wayne. Yeah. Like, I, I wonder if we'll see that. Well, I mean, it never actually happened. So, you know, like, that's, I, I don't see why they would do that. And I, I yeah. that's not necessarily something that. I, I want ever to happen. <laughs> so also, this is a Flash movie too, I guess. So yeah. he probably it probably won't delve too much into Keaton verse stuff because he is technically still a side character, even though he's the character everyone wishes the movie was more about. Probably right. watch it. It's a it's just a Michael Keaton Batman movie. Like we get the Flash in the beginning, and like the whole middle of the movie is just Keaton as Batman. Yeah. I'm down. I would love that. Yeah. No, I uh, I was hoping that they would solve the Ezra Miller looks like he just farted and is waiting for everyone else in the room to smell it face that he's got, See, but but that's just his face. So I never fix that. I never got into this version of the Flash. Uh, definitely a, a really unique take on say a speedster and what a speed speedster can do and how you represent that in film, but I'm just kind of like, yeah, something about this performance. I've never really been into Ezra Miller's presentation of this character from day one. So yeah, they, they aren't a great actor to me personally. Uh, I did, I did like them in, um, uh, Perks, Perks of being Wallflower. They were very good. I yeah. But I, I never saw that. So yeah, I wouldn't know. Like I primarily I mean, only know them from this. So if, if the flash was a guy who, just farted and is waiting for everyone to smell it, then they would be a perfect choice to play the Flash. Unfortunately, that's not the character of the Flash. <laughs> the Flash resting people at supersonic speeds. <laughs> yeah, you know, like if that was if that was a Flash thing, they got the perfect guy. But <laughs> the, I will say the breaking time thing in the Zack Snyder cut of Justice League, I did I was impressed by that. I understand why it got most popular moment of the year or whatever from last year's Oscars. Are they still doing that crap? Are they still doing like the most popular movie or the most popular movie moment? I don't I don't know, man. I've I've lost my um excitement for award shows that I used yeah. to have. Uh yeah. I use them now more so as a bench as like um the list of movies I should check out or kind of just to see where my head is as a critic, like with uh, White Lotus and everything everywhere. Like I really like these movies and shows and they're winning so I, I've got to be, you know, somewhere in the, 
my opinion has some validation but other than that like i don't i don't really care anymore i used to i used to love it but i do watch the movies it's my time of the year where i just binge these 10 depressing films and uh <laughs> not all depressing but uh... <laughs> most 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 are depressing i did finally see licorice pizza like a full year after mm. everyone I'm, half- I'm halfway through it i'm enjoying it so far Speaking of Batman, yeah, Bradley Cooper's John Peters sounds seems pretty spot on. So yeah, but um, Max, you watched the game. How, how was the game? <laughs> uh, the game was awesome. Um, it was actually a good Super Bowl uh, or the the big game. Sorry, don't don't sue us. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it was uh, you know down to the wire. Um, it was not uh, a one sided you know, like beat down the whole game, which I can't stand. And uh, it, it wasn't just like three points scored the entire time. It was like two highly charged offenses going up against two pretty solid defenses. So there was, you know, good plays on, on, on every side of the ball. Um, yeah, the Rihanna, the halftime show I thought was was good. Um, you know, like it was, it was perfectly serviceable halftime show. I, I, and, you know, good, good Smash Brothers level, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah you know, like I'm down for Smash Brothers anytime. So, like that they had their whole you know, re-redoing the Smash Brothers. I, I was, I was 100 for it. Uh, she was super preggers, and <laughs> that was a surprise to me. I had no idea that was going on. So I was like, wow, you know, like I'm not, I'm not getting up on that Smash Brothers board 50 feet in the air. You know, like just me, much less like six months pregnant. Like, and she had just had a kid, right? Like last well. year. Like last year. Yeah. Wow. So hey, I mean, turn around. She's doing it all. Yeah, doing you know, all. like hey, it's whatever. You like good on her. Like, the, the 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 thing I loved about the show was her her opening song was "Bitch Better Have My Money." I was like, get him, mm-hmm. <laughs> get him. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I liked it too. I liked the halftime show a lot too. I did watch the halftime show and I, I dug it. Like last year's will always be like my favorite probably of all time because it's all my favorite artists. But this was definitely up there. It was very, very good. And she didn't need anybody else up on yeah. stage with her. I kind of like that it was gimmick free in terms of that. Like it wasn't like, and now we're going to resurrect Elvis to yeah. stay on. <laughs> Bring out Sierra and Russell Wilson dance. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it was like aside from the aside from the production value of it, like there was nothing really gimmicky in it. So yeah, yeah, it was just a, a solid Rihanna medley concert. I mean, it would have um, been awesome if my, um, Chris Pratt had come out dressed as Mario and threw a fireball at her. That would have been pretty fun. <laughs> but he won't. He doesn't throw fireballs. He doesn't throw fireballs. He does this all the time. <laughs> he hands he like staves off hey, hey, and Koopa hey, Koopa like... <laughs> yes casey i i thought it was a solid halftime show i didn't watch the game but uh yeah but yeah no, it was it was good oh congrats to the chiefs uh you know um you guys have i think that's uh their their second yeah second two. they've been to three like five years. um so yeah good on them it's it's it sucks that they're in my division. <laughs> the division. I'm a Broncos fan, so I've just I, I've got uh, this giant looming over over here. Like I don't know that we're ever. Yeah, you had much worse problems than the Broncos. Yeah. 
as long as uh, as long as Patrick Mahomes. We have our own myriad laundry list of problems, but yeah. <laughs> uh, when when you get done with all the stuff we got to take care of in house, we've got to go play Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs, and that's just not a good look. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, that was cool. I I, I definitely enjoyed it. Um, we had a little get together. Um, we had too much food and good games. So as is tradition, that's good. Uh, Max, how was Ant Man and the Wasp? I think you're the only one of us that have seen it. Oh wow! Oh, okay, um, no, it's it is solid. Like it's uh, it's not my favorite MCU movie, um, but like I don't know, I I, I always dig Ant Man movies, even though they're not the best. Um, it, it is, I'm not gonna spoil anything. Um, I I do enjoy the uh, the villain making. I like um, Kang the Conqueror. Um, I like how, I like his character. I liked how they did it. So. Yeah, I'm I'm down. Um, yeah, I did miss Michael Pena and uh, and Ti in this one. <laughs> uh, but uh, my my dad's skipping it just because of that. He's just like, yeah, is Michael Pena? I'm like, I don't think so. He's like, nah, I'll skip it. <laughs> it's I, I don't think you should. I mean, like, it, it's a solid popcorn flick. He, so, I mean, my my dad does not care about the superhero aspect of. It. He just likes Michael Pena in that uh, role. That's so. fair. You know that's fair. I mean, like I, I quote, I quote Michael Pena like four times a day. You know, I'm just like back it up, just just back it up. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's um. So I did miss them. I'm I'm hoping that those characters aren't gone forever. You know, or those guys aren't just done with the uh, the whole mm-hmm. the whole deal. Um, this was the first Ant Man movie where he kind of like saves the world. You know, like normally Ant Man's kind of like its own really like isolated thing, and it's mostly about keeping the the PIM technology regulated. But uh, this one, he actually like saves the world, so uh, that, that was that was interesting. But uh, you know, I would I would prefer give me give me Ti, give me Michael Pena, give me you know guy with the bad Russian accent, and I think let's... that act. Oh, David. Uh... That's Mulchin. He's actually in this movie as another character, I think. Huh. Like I saw, because he's in he's in the cast list, so I think he he plays somebody else. Like it's not the same the Baba Yaga guy. He's not the right. Same. Yeah, no, I completely missed him. That, that sucks. Um, Was Randall Park in this? Yes, a, but he only had like a like a cam. He wasn't like in it. He just had like a, a little cameo. Um, he was so, probably busy filming Blockbuster at the time. That show's awful. <laughs> I love that guy, and I wanted Blockbuster to be so good because Randall Park is so awesome, but it was not good. I made it halfway through the first episode. <laughs> that says a lot. That says a lot. Right. No, Jason can't like it. Yeah, he can't muscle through it. We got problems. Right. Uh, so, yeah, but like, it was fun. It's definitely, you know, like, I don't know, like a three and a half out of five somewhere in there you know it's 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 just popcorn it's fun popcorn flick decent villain um hopefully they uh everyone gets developed a little bit more but um yeah um i would say the only the only problem i really had was no michael Pena. Nice. i'm really excited yeah. to see them explore the multiple kangs too just how they're gonna work like the 10 billion kings that are out there yeah <laughs> I, I, I've been reading about the movie from friends that have seen it, like you, Max. And uh, what I'm gathering is it's, it's not, it's way better than the hype that the critics are giving it. Because right now, like, it's getting 
torn apart by critics. Oh, I mean, like it, it's not, it's not like a, unlike it's like if you're coming off of if you're coming off of Black Panther two into this, you know, like there's there's a whole different feel and a whole different, you know, like like all the emotion and everything out of Black Panther two. Like you're not getting any of that here, but it's an Ant Man movie. You really shouldn't be expecting any of that. Um, it's not. It, from what I understand, it, it's a lot. It's a lot of people finally saying, "Like, yeah, I'm kind of tired of the Marvel superhero movies." Yeah, yeah. It, it's Marvel fatigue. Definitely, I feel. And, and, and like, yeah, if you're not a comic book nerd, like, <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you're doing here. Yeah, I can't wait to see it. I, I just want Ant Man to be a comedy because the, uh, the sequence in the second one where he's like the little Ant Man trying to reach the locker and that whole thing is the hardest I think I've laughed in theaters in a long time. And I just, I just need that in this movie. I just want Paul Rudd. How was Bill Murray? Eh. How was Modoc? He was. Uh, Bill, Bill Murray, Murray got was, the check. He sure was in the movie. Yep, he got his check. <laughs> how, how was Modoc? Uh, Modoc was fun. I, I Modoc could go very wrong, like the cartoon did. Like, uh, yeah. No, no. Oh, you didn't like the you didn't like the, I liked the cartoon. cartoon. Yeah, I liked yeah, the first fun. one, but it I had I had reached my Modoc quota by the time I got to the second episode. I'm like, all right. No, they uh they did Modoc pretty good, I thought. Um it's uh it's it's not that Oswald. <laughs> <laughs> so uh don't if if you if Pat Oswald puts you off of Modoc, uh, don't worry, it's it's a whole different take. Um and it's it's good. Uh, there's there's a little bit of a spoiler there. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil it, but get ready for Moda. <laughs> I can't wait, man. I'm gonna go see it very soon. Probably go see it on Tuesday with Tony. But yeah, I, I can't wait to check it out. Yeah, and it's fun. It's just you know solid popcorn flick. I almost bought the uh, the Ant Man po- uh, helmet popcorn holder. Uh, uh, Thirty bucks at AMC, but I was like, nah. There's an nah. Ant Man popcorn bucket. Yeah, man. Know. Yeah, it's it's the it's the helmet and it's a popcorn bucket. Well, now Jason's definitely gonna get it. So I, have all, I have all the other MCU. Well, like, uh, yeah, so well, and like the Ghostbusters one, I I feel bad I didn't get. That's the uh, only one where I'm like I should have got that and I didn't. Okay, yeah, the Ant Man one looks pretty cool. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Yeah, the Ghostbusters one and Thor's hammer are my favorites. The uh, the Black Panther one's okay. It just lights how do, up. How do you eat popcorn out of Thor's hammer? The, the part of the hammer lifts up. Oh, it's like hammer. split? Oh, okay. Okay, and then, the, yeah, it's got the... I would oh. lose that extra piece. Yeah, okay. Be, um, but then the rest I of thought... it's a handle, though. Mm-hmm. So you're actually getting less popcorn. You're getting like yeah, you can't hold a lot of popcorn in there. Yeah, no, no, it's a small oh, popcorn. I thought, I thought the uh, Doctor Strange collapsible popcorn holder was cool. Popcorn bucket. I don't know why I'm calling it a popcorn holder. That doesn't make any sense. But <laughs> but uh, you know, for popcorn holders, uh, I thought the the Doctor Strange one was pretty good too. But I, I am sad. I, I missed out on the Ghostbusters one, and I'm definitely not willing to spend two hundred dollars. People are trying to get for it now. <laughs> two hundred dollars? Holy! Well, oh, I mean, like the yeah, the resale is ridiculous yeah, yeah the ghostbusters one is up to almost 100 bucks at least it was like a month ago yeah second market is ridiculous on things yeah that's crazy we're gonna give you guys an updated of our personal top five mcu movies currently here in a few but before we do we one of our first topics on this show was making fun of the movie tetris like we we had a lot of fun talking about this tetris movie it's here and it's not at all what any of us 
thought it was going yeah. to be. Did anybody check out the trailer for Tetris? Yeah, it's the actual story of how they got Tetris released, which is it is a crazy it's story. Yeah, like, it's, yeah, it's it's gonna be the year of how this got made in your childhood. Like Tetris, then they got Air Jordan the Air Jordan movies coming out. Yeah, like with Matt Damon and Ben Um See, like the Air Jordan movie, like I that is gonna. I feel like that's kind of a waste. But uh, we already had it. It's called Space Jam. Well, uh, that's not like <laughs> at least Space Jam was like there's there's fictional basketball going on in Space Jam. Like like there's well, we don't know. I, they're hiding Michael Jordan in the movie. Like, are we ever gonna actually meet Michael? Who's playing Michael Jordan? No. <laughs> Will oh, it be okay. digitally de-aged Michael Jordan? No, I'm pretty excited um, for the Air Jordan movie, but the Tetris one definitely looks better. No, the Tetris movie looks yeah. like uh, because again, like the story of Tetris is a wild story. Like it, it is actually like a movie. It's a spy. It's it, it's actually worth a movie. <laughs> um, Air Jordans was like, oh, we, it 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 took us a long time to convince Michael Jordan's mom to let us make these freaking sneakers. That I I don't care. Like, like I, I really could not care any less. But uh, <laughs> um, I only I've only ever owned one pair of Jordans in my entire life, and it was a gift. So I, I, I I'm not in it at all. I have no. <laughs> my feet were always too wide. I was I thought they looked cool. But my it's feet were always three too wide. sizes bigger than the normal shoe that I wear, just so that it would fit my stupid foot. Yeah. Like I always wore the Penny Hardaways. That was my shoe. Pennies were good. Pennies were good. I had a pair of the Shack the Zebra. Shaq shoes, I had those. They were like discounted Air Jordans, the pennies and the Shaq shoes. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I think this Tetris movie is going to be good. And I, I Taron Edgerton, um, that's who, that's who started that one, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, he's kind of got this this niche right now where it's it's sort of like what um, oh god, <laughs> I, I, I'm I'm terrible. What's the Black Panther's name? The actor. <laughs> Chadwick Boseman. Chadwick Boseman. You know how Chadwick Boseman is like every black historical person. Like Taron Edgerton is getting this like weird like off-brand white dude in history. <laughs> He's had like four different roles like that now. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm, right, down yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry for killing the podcast, but I'm done. <laughs> I didn't kill anything. I was trying to think of all the history. I was trying to think of who else reminded me of that. It was the guy, the guy that played Abraham Lincoln. He also has Daniel like, Day Lewis. Yeah, yeah. He was, he's my first thought when I was like, if you want like a historical, like important figure, that's the guy. That yeah, I was about to say. I think I think Daniel Day Lewis has that more in lockdown than Taron Edgerton because Taron Edgerton he's thrown in some other like quirky, like he was in the Kingsman King movies. Arthur, right? It was, yeah. King Arthur, I believe, or no, Robin Hood. No, 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 it was Robin, Robin Hood. Hood yeah. Box. yeah, you see again, uh, like, then, like, like that's what I'm saying. Like, off, I, mean, I don't know, Robin Hood is not a, an actual person, but like, yeah, yeah. off-brand white dude in, in history. Because <laughs> uh, he did that, that uh, the Eddie the Eagle or whatever. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah, he did do that one. <laughs> and there's another one. Oh, uh, he was. Uh, I he mean, was in the Elton John movie. Elton John. Yeah. Yes. Yes. All right. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, uh, I like Taron I, I, I think yeah. he's, he's good. So um, I'm down. I definitely want to see the Tetris movie because it, it actually deserves a movie. There's a lot of wild stuff that goes down. Just for a, for a stupid video game. Like, <laughs> does it build on itself, you think? 
<laughs> but I'm down. I'm down. Okay, thank you. <laughs> thank you, Man, Justin, for uh, the dad joke of the, yeah, of the let's, hour. Let's just end the podcast here. I want to, I want to end on a high note. You know? All right, everybody. We'll see you guys later. <laughs> no, so what we thought we would do, and I forgot to tell Mike this ahead of time, was we thought we'd give you guys an updated of our top five MCU movies of where we stand now that we've gotten a whole new phase, kind of where it all starts. And I'm going to kick mine off first. My number five is She-Hulk. I love She-Hulk so, it's so, so. It's not a so, movie. It's MCU well, I mean, it's stuff. He's not in anything. Oh, MCU. oh, oh thing, man. oh well, then, I, then I have to. Uh, what I meant. I meant to say MCU. Was... Sorry, everybody. But She-Hulk is. I, I love that show. I love Tatiana Maslany. She could read. Her and Benedict Cumberbatch could switch off reading me the dictionary and I'd be one happy camper. Um, it's just so funny. And that ending was great. I, I loved She-Hulk so much. And I'm curious how she's going to fit into the bigger picture. What about you, Mr. Justin? Um, if we're doing updated, I think what would have been probably Guardians of the Galaxy a few years ago. I think Shang-Chi just because Shang-Chi because it really took me out of left field. Like I wasn't expecting to like it as much as I did, and I, I really, really enjoyed that movie. I like Shang-Chi a lot too. It's just problem with a lot of the phase four movies is I forget that they were made. Like I always <laughs> forget about Shang-Chi. Like I Black Panther is one that stands out in my mind, and um, Doctor Strange stands out in my mind. But no, you're right. Shang-Chi was great. I do like that sentiment, though. The problem with the Phase 4 movies is there was a Phase 4? <laughs> yes. I remember the shows. Right. I think I like the shows overall more than the movies. But um, yeah, no, solid pick. Uh, I'm, I'm going to agree with Justin on this one. Uh, Shang-Chi at number five. Yeah. Cool. Justice. I mean, I was I was just so happy that they actually put Kung Fu in it. Like, yeah. I, 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 I after the whole Iron Fist debacle, I was like, do they even know that like Kung Fu is supposed to be in these like Kung Fu things? Like, are they? I I didn't know if they were aware <laughs> of of you know like of people who that could do Kung Fu. I didn't know if like they just didn't know anybody who could stunt coordinate. Kung Fu. So I was like, when when Shang Chi came out and they were they were actually doing Kung Fu, I was I was wholly impressed. <laughs> that was and then and then the movie actually was was fun. So um, thanks to Hobbit, we appreciate you too. Yeah, Sorry. yeah, thanks. We we love that you love this channel. Hey, please hit subscribe. And I want to. We reached three hundred and fifty subscribers this Woo! week. So thank you guys so much. You're freaking welcome. Twenty three thousand <laughs> views in the last twenty eight days. So again, thank you guys. Max, did you just subscribe to yourself? Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> I'm subscribed to myself seven times over. <laughs> mm. Mm. He said, I, love Blade. Yeah. I do love Blade. I, love Blade. Blade I, I actually Blade. watched Blade last week. Yeah. Did more Blade for Asians sick. than Chong Chi. I, I, I'm so sad about New Blade. I, I was so happy when they told, when they, um, when they said Mahershala Ali was was is in it, but it's having all kinds of problems, so that it's makes just me delayed. Sad. It's just delayed, right? It's just delayed, but it's, yeah, yeah, it's just directed. delayed because of the bad writing, because of bad. They had to change directors. It's been delayed a couple times, 
I I I don't like that. <laughs> it's not a good look. Yeah, it doesn't bode well. I hear what you're saying. Well, I'd rather it be delayed. And they yeah, think. Oh, I mean, absolutely, absolutely. But I'm like, if they would have like had a good idea and a good director to start with, then that would have been awesome. <laughs> they probably had a good idea, like the initial pitch, and then when they saw the script come together, they're like, okay, you're not the guy to. You gave us a good idea. Thank you. You're not the guy to see this through to uh... oh, i you know because it's like i don't know like like creed yeah i was like okay like we'll, we'll we'll see i don't know about this and the first creed movie i i love and i was like okay maybe they found a guy who knew what he wanted to do with blade and and like but then apparently they didn't find that guy so you know like that that's what i'm like hey but they will hopefully oh. we don't know <laughs> <laughs> Uh, is it my, uh, yeah, number five. So I have a full ranking of MCU stuff on my letterbox, which you can follow letterbox.com slash Mike McGTV. Um, uh, my number five is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I really like that movie a lot. It has a lot of great things to say about, you know, really complex family dynamics, you know, abuse and trauma within the family uh, of varying degrees. And... Basically, yeah, the family is what you make of it, essentially. So uh, I thought it had a really good message to it and still was very funny. Had heart. Certainly did. That's a, a very good choice. Um, my number four is uh, No Way Home. Uh, a lot of mine are going to be like the fun theatrical um, experiences. The and... first Spider-Man? No, that's the third one with third everybody. One. Um, oh, I... Okay. I, I, I loved watching this in the theaters i got an audience that was cheery and excitable and that always adds to the excitement i even went back and saw it with my dad and he enjoyed it he's like why do they make movies so long nowadays but that's not here nor there <laughs> it was great um the fan service i i love being serviced during that movie and uh um, yeah i bet you did oh dude service me all <laughs> over i'm a fan it was it was great. Um, I still laugh at the uh... Justin just leaves. It has nothing to do with the dog. He just leaves. <laughs> I uh, I still laugh at the youth pastor joke involving Toby McGuire. Um, so yeah, that's my number four. It'd probably be higher. It should probably be higher, but that's that's where I have it today. Um my number Thor is Thor Ragnarok. I, I love uh, Planet Hulk, and I think that's the closest thing we're going to get to a Planet Hulk, yeah. at least yeah. in, in the main MCU universe. So, I don't know. I was thrilled. I really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, the problem with the Hulk is uh, Marvel doesn't own the rights exclusively. It's almost like a Sony deal. They share it with Universal. They can mm -hmm. only use the Hulk in, like, the Avengers types of movies. They can't use them in a standalone. Gotcha. Uh, that's not... It's not too terrible, I think, because right? it's just like, I mean, you can make a good Hulk movie, but he, he is, I think, just better as a, you know, <laughs> like, oh, the Hulk is here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, historically, right, we've had two or three Hulk movies, and none of them done very well, right? So yeah. it's like, I, right now he's doing great as just a side character, so that's cool. But Hulk Planet, or Planet Hulk, rather, let's let's make that a thing, or like a one-off what-if where yeah, the Hulk planet cool. crashes into the main Earth. Uh, yeah, I'm 100% I'm down for Planet Hulk. I believe that is yeah one of the better Hulk stories you can tell, um, for sure. And I love the Hulk. I mean, I'm drinking I'm drinking out of the the Hulk beer stein right now. So uh, <laughs> it's uh, <laughs> you know yeah down for the Hulk. But uh, they've been doing a good job with him as just you know supporting character. And, and 
and I'm I'm okay with that. Um, my number four is going to go to Spider-Man: Homecoming, <laughs> the first one. <laughs> Michael Keaton. Um, yeah, Michael Keaton is a bad guy. Um, I dug it. I, I like. I, you know, I, I I think it's a very fun film. I love the. Um, oh my goodness, uh, Tom Holland. Uh, Spider-Man, um, I thought, you know, like them actually getting a 15-year-old kid to play a 15-year-old kid was was amazing. <laughs> so at least Tom looked 15. <laughs> I, mean, I guess he was like 17 at the time or whatever, but like, yeah, like they got an actual young kid, not a 74-year-old man to play. Yeah. Even when I was like I think it was high school when the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man came out, like I was like, he's too old for this role. Like, I, even as like a young version of me, I was like, Whoa. this is all those high school kids in the first Spider-Man, I was like, this is not what high schoolers look like. I mean, it's what it's what people who are in their 30s and 40s think high schoolers look like. Yeah. You know, and they're pulling from the earlier comics where, you know, yeah. people did look older. <laughs> but, uh, but I mean, like them hiring, you know, an 89-year-old to, to play. Why does he get older every time? <laughs> Hey, why does Spider-Man have gray hair? Was it was a bold choice, and you know, like, they made it. I don't know how he made it to No Way Home. Have you ever seen that? You ever seen that Key and Peele landlord sketch where he's like, "Have you all seen a a five foot seven, a four foot nine, a three? Five? Why does he keep getting smaller and smaller every time you describe him? Uh, really, because he is disturbingly small. <laughs> yeah." He's disturbingly old to play Peter Parker. <laughs> you could have been Uncle Ben. <laughs> you could have been Uncle Ben's father. Goodness <laughs> sake. I, I will still champion that the biggest disappointment in the MCU Spider-Man stuff has been no Joe Pesci Uncle Ben because we needed that. Oh, that would have been so funny. Uh, I would have loved that. No, I'm down. I'm down for that. I'm still down for that. <laughs> We just need more Joe Pesci. Power responsibility. Okay, 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 okay. It's just him retired from the Home Alone thief, and it just like I had another thing in trouble. Yes. Harry changed his name to Ben. Oh no, that's a Sony Spider-Man. But I was like, one of the greater tragedies of Spider-Man was the uh, Paul Giamatti Rhino. Like, why? (laughs) Why did you do that? He got such a good actor in Paul Giamatti. I thought he would kill the rhino, and then we got that. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I'm like, yeah, maybe if they're trying to make the rhino like a, a deep, you know, like if they if they were gonna do something with the rhino, then I understand yeah. hiring the Paul Giamatti. But then, like, they just had him play like just just the rhino, like like no. <laughs> if, if the rhino took a trip out to like wine country with the Sandman and got his shenanigans, that'd be fun. <laughs> That was one of my favorite parts of No Way Home is when they acknowledged that he fought a guy in a rhino suit once. Yeah. <laughs> this is not Merlot. <laughs> my butter. Well, now I, de- now I just want to watch Sideways again. Jeez. Yeah. That's the thing. All these Marvel movies just remind me of movies that these other actors have done. That I'm like, I got to watch that again. Yeah, yeah that's good. It's, it's, it's all about the love of film. <laughs> Speaking of, my number four... <laughs> Makes me want to revisit uh, Lesson Zero because it's Iron Man, the first one. I like Ooh. Iron Man. <laughs> solid, solid beginning for this franchise. But just, it's a solid movie on its own. Like, if this wasn't tied to anything else, if we didn't get that Nick Fury tease at the end, it would have been fine standing on its own. And, yeah, I think we'd still be appreciating it because it was a really good 
kind of way to balance out the wacky stuff with a more grounded kind of hero. And Robert Downey Jr., of course, had an epic comeback up until Doolittle because of that movie. So. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. a crazy story. Just that whole like Doolittle was all right. It wasn't stuff. great, but it wasn't awful. Doolittle's bad. <laughs> Doolittle's very bad. Doolittle's very very bad. But he's an Oppenheimer, so Jason I'll... loves it. So let's let's not be too hard on Doolittle because Doolittle is fine for some people. <laughs> it's better than Blockbuster. Low hanging fruit. My number three is Ant Man and the Wasp. All right. I love this movie. Like, I really do. It's funny. It's really, really funny. Yeah. Like, I asked Max when he saw Ant-Man. I didn't even care, like, about the MCU part of Ant-Man. All I wanted to know is if Ant-Man was funny. Because that's all I want out of Ant-Man is a comedy. And, you know, Ant-Man and the Wasp, it made me laugh a lot. Like, to him being a short little guy, I just said, running through the school. To all the other stuff that happens. Randall Park in this movie is just exceptional. And, um... Like, do you want to grab lunch? I'm, I'm free in like 10 minutes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's where I'm at with my number three. It's Ant-Man and the Wasp. Cool, cool. Um, my number three was going to be Iron Man, but Mike said so eloquently. I just, I'll, I'll, I'll pivot. Uh, Black Panther is what... No, I, I'm just saying, like, it was good. Like, I think, like, I don't know. It, I like the soundtrack. That's the only Marvel movie I was like, man, I really enjoyed like the music coming out of this thing. Like everything about it was a different experience than I was used to, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, Black Panther solid, and I think it was Kendrick Lamar who did the soundtrack. For yeah, it. yep, mm. I think so. No, yeah. no, it was just very good. I was just, that was the one that came out. I was like, man, I really like the music in that. I'm, I don't usually come out of movies in general. I'm like, I, I didn't even thought about the music. Um, Black Panther almost got on my top five. When I was ranking stuff way back in the day, it's it, I think it's like six or something, but yeah, yeah it, I mean it's top ten for sure. Yeah, but uh, yeah, yeah, top five are, is arguable. Um, anywhere you can put on that list, it definitely belongs there. Um, and the only reason I don't have Black Panther on my list right now is because of Black Panther Two. Uh, spoilers, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I I mean freaking Michael B. Jordan as Killmonger in this one. Uh, it was, yeah. was wonderful. I was, uh, what a great villain. And then um, just because like, I mean, I, I know a lot of you guys, you guys don't have the same perspective, but like as a black man in America, Killmonger is, is my favorite villain in the MCU because I'm just like, this dude is, is about my struggle. And, and like, obviously he's not doing the right thing, but like he gets it. <laughs> like, that's, that's uh, one of the, one of the greatest, I think things they've ever done introduced in the MCU. Except for killing him off. Yeah. Such a disservice by killing oh, him dude. off. In and, and like, and, and one line of dialogue <laughs> brings him back and, 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 and it's like, Oh, okay. Well, you just decided not to do that, which, yeah, but but uh, I you know at least again you know we, we had this performance and 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 he he nailed it and then I, even um Andy Circus as yeah. the Claw is such a, I'm gonna kill him too but like such a great character and the actor like just just brought it home um and and uh, yeah so I dig I dig Black Panther um and and. Yeah, the only reason I didn't put it on here is because I had Black Panther two on this list, and I was like, I can't, I, I can't have both of the Black Panthers on, on here. But uh, yeah, no, Black Panther, great movie. What's your number three, Max? 
My number three is going to the Avengers, the first Avengers movie. Um, just that I, it's like when they, when they showed you what it was all about, you know, like, uh, cause you know, we had all the singleton movies up until Avengers and, you know, we've been waiting on the team up and you know, like, there's just so much invested in it and it's still a solid flick. Um, so yeah, Avengers, the, the first one that's. The Avengers should not have worked like, and all like judging by the history of superhero movies, like a team up movie like this. It's they were they were really hard to do. They were almost impossible, and um, you know Whedon has a lot of problems. Uh, but uh, one of the things that he does really well is his ensemble cast, and that really shined in the Avengers. Like they did a really good job of juggling all of the storylines, story arcs between each character, and you know they added that humor, which would come to yeah. define the MCU going forward. And uh, no, I just like that uh, they took the time to make everyone's individual movie. You know, and that way, you know, like, and again, it's a model that literally like nobody else has followed, and even even Marvel has started to get away from, um, where it's like, okay, like, don't do an ensemble movie where you're introducing everybody, you know, like, let that heavy lifting be done elsewhere, and you can do this, you know, and have everyone just hit the ground running. Uh, yeah, you know, it, it it worked so well. I don't know why. You know, it's like it's like after watching Avatar. And then you go watch any other movie in 3D, and you're like, well, if they're making Avatar, how come they're, they're making this? <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, it's it, obviously it's, it's more of a, a, a money money sink and, and a time draw. And then, you know, like people just, uh, you know, it's still not in the business model, but, uh, uh, no, I, 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 yeah, I dig, I dig Avengers. Like, yeah, the thing I'm, I'm excited about is Disney recently took back the mandate from Marvel to release like four movies a year. So they're, they're spreading them out again. Like Marvel is now allowed to slow down production a little bit. So we're going to see a lot more. So at least the, everything's still coming out. They're just going to space it out. So we get quality over quantity. So um, I hope so. I, I, I did see an article or a headline from Marco work by he's like, I could see this going 80 years. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's comic books. You know, like, yeah. like comic books have been going eighty years, so it's like, yeah, it makes sense. It could yeah. go eighty years as long as oh. they they follow the 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 formula of let's get some quality out over the pushing everything out at once. Yeah, once it starts making buku bucks, like they just want to push more out of it, right? So it's just like right. we, we kill our own things, right? We. <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, no, they squeeze, you know. I was they, thinking they, more like the studio overall could probably go eighty more years. I don't know if I. I don't know how exhausting it would be to have this same timeline of events and characters and world go 80 years long. It's like, oh my god. Yeah, no, I, I, I'm interested to see how much longer they carry on this, like, continuous thing. You know, because, like, even, like, if you look at... He has a goal. He's gonna get to 2099 and we're gonna have a Spider-Man 2099. <laughs> it's when, it's when oh. Kevin Feige uh, retires is when or when he moves on is when MCU is going to start to. Yeah. Because if you look at the other side, if you look at DC, you know, they put out a few different movies where it's like, okay, this is, this is his own thing. But then then they're going to transfer Kevin Feige's AI. Cause I don't believe he's an actual human being. I think he is just, a robot that this is a robot he's gonna be the, it's gonna be the she-hulk thing where he is actually just gonna be an artificial Last intelligence time. running everything 
<clears throat> they're gonna they're gonna avatar his brain. They're just gonna put him in a different body, <laughs> a younger a younger body with Kevin Feige's memory. We can make him stronger. I haven't. I've never seen this guy exist out of outside of red carpet premieres. So and announcements <laughs> and things. So I don't believe he's real. Like I've never seen him fumble around with his Dunkin' Donuts like the way Ben Affleck does. Yeah. No. <laughs> they keep him inside. They're making him work. Every time I think about Ben Affleck, I always just think about that interview he did with uh, who was sitting right next to him. And he Cavill. just looks yeah, he just looks so sad. A thousand yard stare of just like yeah. my They took my Batman movie away. <laughs> they uh it was it's literally this like <laughs> You know, I don't. I don't often feel bad for Ben Affleck, but that one got me. <laughs> what about you, Mike? What's your number three? We're on three. Um, yeah, now my number three uh, kind of ties into a little bit of a, a point in the MCU that I was like, okay, it's uh, Captain America and the Winter Soldier is my Ooh. number three. Um, just it's because. Uh, do you want me to save it? No, 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 no. Go ahead. Okay. Uh, just because it ties in a little bit too with why Black Panther rings a little bit lower in the ranking for me. It has to do with the the ideological stuff at play in the movie. I love this purely just on its action merits, on what it does for the character of Steve Rogers of being the man out of time. Like I do like that aspect of it. I like that there's some development for Black Widow in there. My main crux with this uh, film is the twist about there's been an evil death cult Nazi factory underneath S.H.I.E.L.D. all along, or that they've been working in secret all along. And I would have, in retrospect now, at the time I was like, oh, cool twist. But now when I'm a little bit older and when you get a sense of how the world really works, I'm like, yeah, the government should have just been corrupt because... Hey, welcome to the real world a little bit more. Um, and that ties in a lot with some of the issues I have with Marvel products overall is they start these cool ideas that make you kind of think a little bit more about, okay, what is the role of a character like Captain America or the Winter Soldier or Falcon or whoever in this you know world where we do have very questionable government oversight and actions, but then they're like, they sweep it all under the rug for a third act that's like just beat up the bad guys. Like that's my issue with Black Panther a little bit is because it brings up a legitimately good debate about about colonialism <laughs> overall. And then it's like we just got to beat Killmonger and <laughs> kind of does away with that. But the, I mean, it's cool they kind of save it in the end with Black Panther. But the reason why Winter Soldier ranks a little bit higher is because Moreover, in terms of like the storytelling, this held like some long-lasting ramifications for other stuff too. Like Agents of Shield was completely different after this. You know, it brought about other stuff like, say, Wanda and Pietro later on in the Avengers movies, and you know, it kind of had a little bit more of an impact over how MCU told its stories. This is when Captain America was really becoming a little bit more jaded, and which led to like the breaking up of the Avengers eventually. So. But it definitely has an issue in terms of that twist and being like, that's a way too easy oversimplification of the issue that's being at hand, which is Captain America's like, you know, you're slowly squashing freedom. Like Nick Fury's doing that before the Hydra reveal. He's like, I'm going to have these ships orbiting our atmosphere and targeting people before they even have a chance to do anything bad. Like it's it's Minority Report. And yeah. 
I'm like, wouldn't that be cool if it was just the way the government was instead of like, hey, Nazi death cult planned this the whole time. Like, yeah, that's not, the, the government isn't actually like that, but uh, when when it gets subverted, yeah, guys took over. Then, I mean, the yeah. government the government doesn't like wiretap or listen in on our conversations or mine uh, our, our IP address or anything like that, right? <laughs> government, right? <laughs> right, Mister FBI man, listening in right now. Our 365th subscriber. I know I made that comment about Phase 4, but I just realized I have two Phase 4 movies on my list. And, uh, my my number two is Black Panther 2. Like, it, this movie was powerful. Agreed. Agreed. Powerful. And it's a shame that... It, it sucks that Chadwick Boseman wasn't in this movie, and a lot of the fact that he wasn't in this movie is what really gives this movie that that edge and the emotion and so forth but it is so well done for such a tragic event to make them completely scrap what they were going to do and have to quickly make a new sequel script because you know they they're working within time constraints ryan coogler who did creed also this guy knows how to make a movie like he knows how to make a movie and it really shows and angela bassett in this movie like all of the applause and if she doesn't win the oscar i will be shocked she was fantastic. This movie I, is fantastic. Yeah, I, I was, loved everything from the um, Shiri as um, Ironheart. I loved her character. I, I yeah, great. Uh, yeah, Ironheart was probably like my least favorite part of the whole thing. Um, but uh, <laughs> like Black Panther Two had so much. Like so many good little things going on, the uh, the uh, Shuri and um, oh god, what's what's uh, Michonne's name? Black <laughs> Panther. Um, anyway, the the, the bald. Uh, uh, okay, Okoye. Okoye. Yeah. Yes, uh, the, the the buddy cop little bit that they had for that little for for a few minutes in the movie was awesome. Um, Angela Bassett delivers just a powerful performance and it, it is that moment where she's at the or super spoilers if you haven't seen black panther 2 um the moment where she's at the un and and like she's just getting over her son dying and she walks in there and, and she's just like she looks strong like like physically her presence is her traps insane. are huge she was yeah, and, <laughs> like, walks in there like you don't uh, and, and, hey, sorry, sorry for monetization, but you don't fuck with Wakanda, all right? Like we're not. <laughs> like I, 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 love that movie from that minute on. Like it was, it was so good. Um, yeah, Black Panther Two is my uh, my number two for sure. Um, Black Panther Two was the first. Like Julie Louis Dreyfus had been popping up in some of the shows and so forth, but and Black Panther Two was the first time I was like, okay. I, I, I'm digging this character. I can't wait to see where we go from here because she was great. And I liked Martin Freeman in this too. He was so much better in this sequel. Like I, yeah. I love that everybody had something to do that was and Namor. In story. Yeah, Namor. Namor. Oh my god. They out Aquaman DC. Uh, I, oh, yeah. I really enjoyed the Mayan aspect of that whole thing. That was one of my favorite yeah. parts of that whole movie. Like hearing the dialect, hearing all that stuff. I like the little story behind the name, like you know, because I, I never thought about Namor the name, but you know, like Cena Namor, Namor, um, like like that. I thought that was just a, a beautiful little touch, and like great villain, 
great story. Uh, I, I, I was so unsure about uh, Shuri um, being the Black Panther, you know, just because like they didn't really give her a lot in the first Black Panther movie. So I was like, I don't know mm-hmm. where this is going to go. But she she did it, you know, like, and, you know, she's like, I'm just freaking angry. You know, like, I I, I, I understood that, you know, and, and, and it, it, yeah, it, that Black Panther 2, solid flick, uh, just... Yep. Yeah, no, uh, I can't praise it enough, but I do want to say, like, even the post credit scene, like, right when you think the emotion's done with the movie, it smacks you one more time. Like, <laughs> another gut punch. It's like, oh. oh. <laughs> and then, you know, again, like, to to take the death of Chadwick Boseman, which is, you know, just such a terrible thing. Yeah. And and they just, you know, they they Kirk shoulder rolled right out of it and 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 made it this whole other thing. And and I was I was 100% sure it was going to suck. You know, I was like, wow, well, they got dealt this death blow, like literally. Um, and, and like, no one wants, no one wants to change actors. Uh, that's, that's something we can't do anymore for some reason, even though it happened to, uh, it happened to Terrence Howard pretty quick. But, uh, I mean, it's happening with William Hurt. Character too, like they're they're changed. I mean, because he passed away too. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's different when it's like it's a main character when it's like (laughs) the crux of your movie, the focal point of your movie. Um, and and like I was wondering, you know, I was like, all right, well, you know, they could they could get somebody else to play. You know, I don't know, you know, because Chadwick Boseman wasn't wasn't the biggest name when they announced him as Black Panther. It, it, you know, I was like, oh, go go find somebody to play (laughs) to play the Black Panther, but uh, this. Blew me off, like blew my socks off. I was I'm 100 down for for all the decisions made, and yeah, I thought that for sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ryan Coogler's doing one of the two new Avengers movies, which has me super excited about it. But Justin, what is your number two? Number two, um, you'd probably call it back to I, I think uh, like Homecoming. Just I, I'm a big Spider Man guy, and just having it just the origin story of a Spider-Man to Max's point earlier, just being like an actual high school kid and things like that, I really enjoyed. So, my Spider-Man homecoming. Yeah. Hot Aunt May. Hot Aunt May. Oh my God, beautiful <laughs> Aunt May. Absolutely beautiful. Okay, I gotta say, like, I love Marissa Tomei. I like what she does with the character. I am weirded out how everyone pervs over Aunt May in the movie, like in the world yeah. of the movie. Everyone is hitting, I'm like, Stop! Stop! Yeah. This is weird. <laughs> yeah, my anime is still the cartoon anime where she's like white-haired or gray-haired, and like. I mean, I'm not saying like I don't mind her. Like you know, later on she has her relationship with uh, Happy and stuff like that, and that that's fine. Like, sure, let her do what you want, mm-hmm. get her freak on, sure. But it's how like every like side character, like the bodega guy, is like, yeah. oh, hot Italian lady, oh, nice piece of ass, <laughs> that one or whatever, and like the waiters, like it's well, on the house, guys. Like, uh, I, I forgot weird. I do have a hard out at 11, so I have to go. My number one is Captain America uh, to the Winter Soldier. Um, I'll catch you guys later. I'm so sorry. Hey, buddy. Recycling droids. <laughs> don't we have an audio clip of that, Max? We do. We don't actually need you for that anymore. Mike, what's your number two? <laughs> nice. <laughs> um, you're, you're a resource, Max, and we have <laughs> We're mining <laughs> Uh, my number two is the Avengers, uh, just because of its place in pretty much the history of this genre. It set a bar for like, here's what you can do. You can take all these wacky concepts and make them all work as one thing if you plot it out right and build up to it. And when you actually get to it, it's 
everyone's given an equal amount of time to shine. So, mm-hmm. yep. Uh, my number one is uh, Endgame, and it's because mm-hmm. nothing beats that experience for me in the theaters. Like, everything leading up to Endgame, I feel like, was completely satisfied. We got the payoff. Uh, it had emotional beats, but it was more so the team-up and just the fact that they kind of went smaller for in-game, at least at the beginning when they're doing the, the heist through time, you know, they, they took us back to the basic five characters instead of having this huge massive team like we had in um, age of Ultron or in civil war or, you know, some of the other films that came before it and it, infinity war, especially we had characters everywhere, but I really liked how in-game kind of simplified that to some extent. And then, of course, at the end, we get the massive, massive battle that we've wanted for, you know, 20 movies. But, yeah, no, nothing will beat that experience in the theaters. I'm hoping the King Dynasty does it and or Secret Wars does it. But um, we're far away from that. But nothing beats Endgame. Like, the one-two punch of Infinity War and Endgame for me is just it's really hard to beat. Yeah. I think we're all going to be chasing that feeling for forever. I'm, it's going to be hard to match, like, because, well, for us, at least, we kind of grew up with it, right? Went like high school, college into like the culminating movies, right? So to me, it'd be, it'd be hard to beat just because of the time frame of my life and stuff. So, good. Uh, I mean, I had game too, so yeah. What'd you say? Mine was Endgame. My, my number one was Endgame as well. Okay. So yeah, yeah. I don't know if Mike had something different. So uh, yeah, I do have something. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy is my number oh, one, sure. just because these movies have always kind of felt like the outliers in this world they actually have i don't know i mean there's nothing wrong with the grander storytelling going on in the other movies but these mm-hmm. ones feel like they have a little bit more going for them in terms of like their own individual personality their own individual kind of storytelling it doesn't always have to be tied in i mean granted sure you have two characters that are tied into the big bad of thanos but it's like they were always able to stand on their own i'm I think the only Marvel movie I'm genuinely looking forward to and may actually go to the theater for is volume three, just because it feels like it's going to be a send off. But then after that, we'll see if my investment remains because these have always been the heart of these movies for me. They've always felt a little bit more about, like I mentioned earlier, with volume two family and stuff like that. So yeah, it's funny. We mentioned uh, Avengers doing it so well with the five movie lead in guardians did it without a lead in. They yep. did. They did the movie and introduced you to four characters and made you love each character individually. They, they had to sell you. They had to sell you on talking trees and raccoons. And yeah, and, like, the, and they did it. And now we say what we want to say about DC, but the fact that James Gunn is the guy leading DC is why I'm kind of excited about DC's future because I just like what James Gunn does with the movie. And like Mike said with Guardians One and Two, he really did something special where he got you into this world without without the build up. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have a Star Lord movie going into it. We didn't have a Drax movie. We just we were introduced to this kooky characters like comic book side D. Like nobody like really read Guardians of the Galaxy at the time, yeah. and it just something Marvel's always done. They've always used the D Squad characters. I mean, even Iron Man at the time was kind of a B character, but um, yeah, it's so good and. Yeah, a good pick, Mike. They almost made my top five Guardians <laughs> of what they just did with it. It's just amazing. Cool. Yeah, guys. Uh, and it's crazy because uh, Black Panther 2 was almost my number one. Like, it was so close. It just, and I, I think that movie is fantastic. I don't know. There's some people out there that are hating on Black Panther 2. I don't know where that comes not, from. Not hating on it. 
but definitely like if I were the the trick is with that to try and divorce my emotional attachment to what happened outside the movie from the actual movie itself. Mm-hmm. Like that's something I haven't rewatched it since I first saw it, but I'm definitely curious. Like, am I going to have the same response that I did if I'm able to kind of say like, yeah, nice tribute to Chadwick. What else is there in this movie to rely on other than that? Mm-hmm. So I'm not saying it's bad at all. No, like you're right. Like Ryan Coogler can, make a film and everyone's on their a game like you said angela bassett and stuff like that but if it were if people are able to somehow separate it from the outside story of this is kind of a legacy movie and kind of finally saying goodbye to chadwick after a couple years of not having him like are you still going to feel the same way is it still going to be emotionally as resonant as it is divorced from that attachment to the actor and his body of work i'm I'm kind of curious about that too i kind of have that mind in my I mean, it's still a great story about mourning and about grieving, but if you're able to taper off, you know, like I said, the meta aspect of it, will it still be as effective? Cool. Just a curiosity. Yeah. That's all. Yeah, no, good point. Um, but if you love it, you love it. It's all good. I hope that Ryan Coogler is kind of like the Rooster Brothers were for the first portion of this movie, because I'm kind of glad. I think he's doing Secret Wars. So I'm kind of curious to see how he does with that. But uh, let us know what you guys think in the comments below. We want to thank you guys for all of the support and love you guys have shown us over the last month. Check out Mike at YouTube.com forward slash Mike McGTV, where he will have some new stuff coming. Soon. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> so. check, out, check out our Valentine's Day special from yesterday. And oh. uh, we'll see you guys next Sunday live at 10 a.m. Oh, check me out on the Scary Snobs on Thursday night at 11 p.m. on the Scene Snobs channel. Me and Aaron are doing it up there. And tonight I will be on Hella Dope Toys, talking toys and myself with uh, old friend Aaron and Teddy. So definitely check that out, guys. And we'll see you guys very, very soon. Bye. Stop spoiling Scream. See ya. Yes.